Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 3rd of August and I'm going to run through latest developments for the markets and our thoughts for the coming weeks, coming months. Last week, uh, last week it was a um, mixed week for markets to be honest. In local currency terms, li- equities were little changed overall, but in sterling terms, uh, global equities were actually down 2% or so. And this is because we had a strengthening in the pound, the pound uh, rallied to around 131. And it's now actually up from a low of around 115 against the dollar back in March. So quite a hefty turnaround in sterling. But anyway, more on that later. In terms of what moved the markets last week, um, well, the big economic data was really the GDP numbers we had out for the US and Europe. And to be honest, there were no big surprises there. Um, GDP in the States was down close to 10% quarter on quarter. This was a record decline, but actually pretty much in line with expectations. Um, The Eurozone fared rather worse. Um, It was down as much as 12% or so. And within Europe, um, actually, there's quite a big divergence between Germany, which held up best of all within Europe, and Spain, which actually saw a contraction as much as 18.5%. So pretty hefty declines elsewhere, but the best of a bad bunch was the States. You'll notice the UK doesn't appear in this list, and this is because the numbers aren't out yet. But very likely, the UK will probably um, be one of the worst performing economies in the second quarter. So that was one of the uh, sources of news last week. Another major focus was the we had a meeting of the Federal Reserve in the States. Um, as expected, um, it kept policy unchanged. But what uh, Jay Powell, the Fed chair, did emphasise was that um, the path of the recovery going forward, the strength of the recovery from here on, is going to be very much uh, dependent on the uh, virus. Um, Not rocket science, pretty obvious, but even, as it were, the chair of the Federal Reserve is saying a lot of it is beyond his control. Um, Having said that, um, the Fed did extend some of its emergency measures for a few more months. And what is also critical at the moment, other than just what's going on with the virus, is what's going on with fiscal stimulus. And the problem the States has is that the fiscal stimulus measures, or a lot of them, um, which paid out money to individuals as extra unemployment benefits, etc., those expired in July. And Congress has as yet failed to reach an agreement to extend them. Uh, Most likely they will reach an agreement over coming weeks. Um, The scale of the support will be scaled back somewhat, but clearly that is absolutely critical if this recovery in the States is going to continue. So that was one source of news last week. Um, the other thing which has been going on for the last few weeks is the earnings season in the States. And given the collapse in activity, um, it wasn't a big surprise that um, earnings would see pretty steep falls in the second quarter. And this was very much the expectation. But in fact, the numbers have come in uh, better than expected. We're still seeing hefty declines. Um, Earnings for the S&P 500 in the States are expected to fall some 35% now, um, compared with a year earlier in the second quarter. But this compares with a prediction of 45% decline at the start of reporting. So the numbers are beating expectations. And one reason why they are beating expectations, or a major reason in fact, is what's going on in the technology sector And essentially, we had all the big tech names report last week, the likes of Amazon, Facebook and Apple, and they all beat expectations. 
Um, and in fact, the technology sector and also, in fact, the healthcare sector, those are the only two sectors which are going to see um, small gains in earnings this quarter compared to sort of pretty big declines elsewhere. So in a sense, um, I think the latest results really just reinforce the fact that, as it were, a lot of the hype behind the technology sector is based on reality. Um, just one final word on tech. Um, it's not all about the earnings at the moment. We also have the sort of um, the CEOs of the big four tech companies in the States appearing before Congress, testifying before Congress. And essentially what they're trying to do is limit or minimize the regulatory crackdown, which is going to be happening over the next few years. Um, regulations are going to be tightened and the tech companies, there's going to be a big attempt to get them to pay more tax. These are definitely headwinds for tech. Um, valuations are also higher. But given the sort of strength of the underlying business models, which have just been reinforced by COVID, I think um, tech continues to, or should continue to do well. Not to the extent it has done in the past. Um, the outperformance has been pretty substantial. But certainly we are planning to stick with our positions in technology and artificial intelligence for the time being. One last focus last week, as I sort of mentioned at the beginning, was the pound. Um, the pound has broken above 130 um, for the first time since March. And um, this is quite a significant move from the lows you had sort of back in March, April, um, when you got down to 115. But the key point here is that this is not a sort of sudden vote of confidence in the pound. It's more the fact that the US dollar has come under pressure um, in the last few weeks. And you can see this in the fact that we've had quite a big move in the pound against the dollar, but in fact against the euro, the pound has barely moved a little but has barely moved. And very much our feeling going forward is that probably the bulk of the decline in the dollar is now behind us. Um, the dollar has come down because um, obviously the pickup in infections in the States, the failure to um, agree a new fiscal stimulus hasn't exactly boosted confidence. And also it's got a lot less interest rate support than it had you know, a year or two ago um, following the sort of big Fed rate cuts uh, in the last few months. So it's got less interest rate support and there's some nervousness about the strength of the recovery and that's hit the dollar. But I think the bulk of the decline in the dollar is probably now behind us. And as far as the pound goes, clearly what we've got coming up is Brexit at the end of the year. And that, if anything, I think could be a source of downward pressure. So I think probably we are close to the peak in terms of sterling dollar. And if anything, the risks later in the year are that it actually unwinds some of its recent gains. Anyway, those are our views for the moment. And I'll be back next week with an update. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.